Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. How are things in your world? How are things in your pocketbook, in your wallet, your balance sheets? How's that working out right now? Very curious to know in light of new economic data just out, the Consumer Price Index, known as the CPI, fell 0.1%. Yay! 0.1% in December. Meeting expectations. This is actually the biggest drop since April 2020. Excluding food and energy, core CPI rose 0.3%, also in line with estimates. On an annual basis, headline CPI rose 6.5%, while the core rose 5.7%. Biggest reason for the easing inflation, a sharp drop in gasoline prices, which are now lower on a year-over-year basis. And I'm sure many of you have noticed that and are grateful for that because that really (laughs) caused a pinch for a lot of people. Inflation closed out 2022 at a modest retreat. Consumer prices, according to CNBC, in December posting their biggest monthly decline since early in the pandemic. The CPI, which measures the cost of a broad basket of goods and services, as I mentioned, falling 0.1% for the month. In line with the Dow Jones estimate, the largest month-over-month decrease since April 2020. That was back during the time we were in lockdown to combat COVID. So I'm curious, and I want to put this to you at the top of the broadcast today. I'm very curious to know how things are going in your household. How are you faring? We've talked about prices at some point. You know, in fact, maybe some point is right now. Just talking about economics. I know this morning I had a um, breakfast that I enjoyed with eggs and bacon. It's, it's my favorite in the morning. There have been a lot of posts and a lot of comments about what's going on with egg prices. Get a load of this. These are just two of the posts that I've seen on social media. The Coven posted that good feeling 
when you're about to get your next dozen of eggs out of layaway? <laughs> yeah. Also this, Corey, who is in the real estate business, consults, reminder, consult with your loan officer before making large purchases while under contract for your house. This includes cars, furniture, and quantities of eggs greater than 18 at a time. Now here are folks who are making jokes about this, but this egg situation is a real thing. It's absolutely crazy what has happened. You want to get a sense of how much this has been an issue? CNN reporting what's going on here, an egg shortage causing empty shelves and customers having to shell out more cash for these hard-to-find egg cartons. According to the food market data company, Erner Berry, the average price for eggs, four thirty-three a dozen. Did you hear what I just said? Four dollars and thirty-three cents a dozen. I remember I used to go and, especially to the bigger stores, and I would get those cartons. You know those cartons that have eighteen eggs in them. We actually have two cartons of eighteen eggs, and that usually cost me about. Three fifty four at the most. We'll get a load of this. Do you know how much we were paying for a dozen eggs this time last year? A dollar thirty three. A dollar thirty three. This is not inflation. This is a supply issue. And as you would expect, businesses are forcing these costs on to you. Well, here's what happened. Is the avian flu the wiped-out egg-producing hens, and that led to a major squeeze. That's one of the reasons for the shortage. According to the USDA, about 60 million birds are gone because of the disease so far. Did you know this? 60 million birds. That's a lot of eggs. Farmers across the country have had to destroy entire flocks of chickens if one or more of the birds test positive for the avian flu. Additionally, the higher prices for transportation, feed, energy for the producers, well, that's forced the egg providers to raise prices. And they're saying it's going to take several months for production to return to normal. By the way, as an aside, with my very active ADHD mind at work, do you remember the episode of I Love Lucy when they were going to do a, I assume, egg business? And they had all of the chickens. They were trying to hide the little small chicks. That was one of the funniest episodes. <laughs> that must be a whole lot of work. whole lot of work. Data shows that shoppers have been accepting the high prices at the grocery store. The sale of eggs have dropped only about 2% by unit in retail in the year through December 4th. <sighs> This writer sounds like me, to avoid scrambling to find eggs. Ha ha. Experts suggest avoiding grocery shopping on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, since most of the stores restock overnight during the week. So a little information for you, in case you were curious, because, yes, this has been quite a subject of conversation 
for quite some time what's going on with egg prices how is all of this affecting you I'm curious not just the egg prices but overall are you seeing any subtle difference in what's going on in your household with this exciting news of consumer prices dropping a full 0.1%. Wow. Sounds life-changing, doesn't it? <laughs> well, still to come on the broadcast this morning, you heard about what happened yesterday, the computer system, prop system problem that forced a ground stop for air travel, and that really caused a lot of chaos throughout the American travel system. We have an update with a little more information on what exactly happened. We'll also hear from a member of Congress who says something that is probably not news to you about this entire situation and government in general, for that matter. What are these notices that they made reference to yesterday that they were unable to send out? They're called NOTAMs, or Notice to Air Missions. What are they? How important are they? We're going to give an example of how important it is to get those messages out and what can happen when people do not receive them. We've got a new set of classified documents discovered under Biden's control. What in the world has happened here? <laughs> how irresponsible, Mr. Biden says, of Donald Trump. We'll talk about this and much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. on the Vince Coakley radio program over on the text line a very simple good morning Vince well good morning to you as well talking about things economic in the first segments a slight drop in inflation and we talked about the ridiculous rise in the cost of eggs this texter says you have to remember most people me included do not manage their money properly I would say most financial hardships are self-inflicted Amen to that one. 
Chris out of Shelby saying a dozen eggs, almost five bucks. Crazy. Since everything's going great in my household, it's so good I've put off retirement at least a year working three extra jobs in addition to my primary. Actually, I get to take vacation time for my primary job so I can work my secondary jobs. All is well. My goodness. What are you, the Energizer Bunny or something? It's pretty amazing. But thank you for what you do. You are the reason America is America. Yesterday at Food Lion, dozen eggs, four sixty nine, six count, three sixty nine. Oh my goodness! Bench, I just got eggs at Walmart, eighteen count, seven sixty three. This is insane. This texture says bacon is God's favorite food. That's why he forbids billions of people to not eat pork. <laughs> Vince, the bird flu only took out 5%. So this shortage garbage isn't from that. Another texture saying the government is killing those birds, not the flu. Jim out of Easley. This is only 5% of the nationwide flock. Somebody is screwing us over. Under Trump, all the eggs, 49 cents. Today, 417. Eee. Also, we have this. Vince, hope you were having a good day. I've heard now two stories this week about how we're a constitution-based country, not a democracy, and we are being sold a lie that will lead us to political dictatorship. From your political experience, can you shed any light on the credibility of these statements? Uh, Yes. (laughs) That's all I need to... We'll talk about this a little bit later on when we talk about Brazil yet again because there's another if you have any doubt about what's going on geopolitically watch what happens with the progressive movement here in the United States of America that will tell you everything you need to know about what's happening in Brazil we'll get to this a little bit later on but to answer your question here's the progression of things the whole point of the Constitutional Republic and I was just thinking of this yesterday the wisdom of the Founding Fathers, who studied other political systems and recognized, bottom line, you can't trust people. So put as little power as possible in the nation's capital. That's the goal. Limited government. What has been going on with the so-called progressive movement since the beginning of this country to concentrate and consolidate more and more power in Washington, D.C.? That's what they're doing. And I'm going to tell you again, it doesn't matter to me if you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you're a progressive, it all leads to the same place, down the road to socialism, Marxism, to dictatorship, to totalitarianism. That's the direction this goes. Big government is always dangerous. Now, I also want to school someone here I don't know this person is going to be very (laughs) receptive. But I want you to hear this text from the upstate. Why does this not surprise me? I turn on the Coakley show. He's praising Biden for this lower inflation. Did anybody hear this? Did anybody hear me say uh, praise Biden for this? And by the way, I remind you, I mentioned the fact inflation has dropped by 0.1%. Did you not detect 
just a tiny bit of sarcasm in the way I communicated that. And this text continues on in its misguided fashion. And splitting, spitting the same lies CNN is spitting about chickens. Wow, Vince, keep towing the talking lines of the Democrat Party, which are all lies. Really? This is sad. It kind of reminds me of what my prophet friend, Dr. Steve Crosby, had to say about a person I know, saying that something was wrong with this person's receiver. Some of you need to fix your receivers desperately because what you're hearing is profoundly distorted. Just saying. On the egg story, did you just refer to them as egg spurts? Oh, my gosh. Pretty bad. Josh out of Greenville. Vince, don't let this egg situation make you boil. Try to see the sunny side. All these comedians popping up. At 18 to 22 weeks, hens can lay eggs. Replenishing the hens can start quickly. Side note on a different topic. These classified documents, Hunter Biden, did he have access to them? Or did he visit the complex they were stored in? Ooh, boy. Putting two scandals together. That's kind of interesting. In regards to the fact we exterminated 60 million chickens because they got sick, you reckon the appointed former New York Governor Cuomo got to manage this process? Ouch. A reference to his COVID management, which was not very good, if you can remember, sending sick older people to nursing homes to infect other people, for which he should be criminally liable. Yes, I've said it before. It's not new. This person got an 18 count of eggs, 763 at Walmart. Another person in the upstate would like to know, is it possible the egg companies are exploiting the 5% disease chicken situation are now making exorbitant profits and has little to do with inflation? I've always lived on a budget. When I was more of a consumer, I loved layaway. It allowed me to pay versus charge for very fine things I could not afford. Yep. This is the American way a good part of the time, isn't it? Another person says egg prices are driving up the price of mayonnaise. Didn't think about that. This person says cut your grocery bills in half. Only buy BOGOs. Buy one, get one. Maybe not real healthy, but you'll never starve. That's certainly true. You know what's funny about this? Um, yeah, that would be funny to go and do the BOGOs. And a lot of these items are things that you probably should not be eating. I'm just saying. You're absolutely right about that. By the way, also got a, an email from someone who is commenting on the egg situation. My friend who lives in a small town in Nevada says egg prices are a carton of 18, $15. 15 bucks. Carton of 12 white eggs, $12. A carton of brown eggs, $8. I don't understand the brown eggs. Usually brown eggs cost more here in Charlotte. Love your show. Well, thank you very much for that message in. So we've covered the economy, eggs, which you can continue to talk about. Coming right up, we're going to jump into talking about this transportation issue 
what in the world was going on that caused all the aviation disruptions yesterday. We have a little bit more of an answer on this as we continue. Stay with us. This is it's amazing. All the texts are still coming in on eggs. We've got this. Vince, it's time to exit this story. <laughs> My goodness. Vince, they need to put a loan officer next to the eggs in the grocery store. <laughs> is it really that bad? Mr. Vince, we get our eggs from our neighbor. The supply, they supply our whole street. Moral of the story, get better neighbors. Have a blessed day, sir. Oh, that would be awesome. And I, you know, we had the texture mentioning brown eggs earlier. I love brown eggs. Love them. Vince, I would just encourage the deluded listener who says you sound like CNN to listen to your entire show. Not two minutes before he or she changes the channel. Context matters. You're as Democrat as Rachel Levine is a woman. <laughs> Josh, you're on a roll today, aren't you? <laughs> Not at all. Love your show. Have a great day. <laughs> it's just too funny. Josh, you, um, you're you a candidate for text of the day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think. Are, are you folks done with all this stuff now? I believe. Uh, yeah. I think we've pretty much exhausted this egg thing for now. I want to start going into what's happened with our transportation system yesterday. You know about the breakdown, and if you traveled, you probably experienced some difficulty in terms of delays, maybe even a cancellation. We had thousands of flights across the U.S. canceled or delayed. The system that offers safety information to pilots, it failed. The government launched an investigation into the breakdown. This grounded some planes for hours. Now, here's what we have learned now from the FAA. Preliminary indications trace the outage to a damaged database file. And the agency promised it would take steps to avoid another similar disruption. The breakdown showed how much American air travel depends on the computer system that generates alerts that are called NOTAMs, or Notice to Air Missions. This used to be Notice to Airmen, by the way. And for politically correct reasons, they changed that. So before a plane takes off, the pilots and airline dispatchers, they have to review these notices. They include details about bad weather, runway closures, or other temporary factors that could affect the flight. The system was once telephone-based, but it moved online years ago. Well, the system broke down late Tuesday, and it wasn't fixed until mid-morning Wednesday. Which led to the FAA taking the rare step of preventing any planes from taking off for a time. 
and the cascading chaos led to more than 13,000, let me change that, 1,300 flight cancellations. That's still a lot. 9,000 delays by early evening on the East Coast. That is a mess. The Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, told a news conference the problems led to a ground stop because of the way safety information was moving through the system. And he warned after the failures were fixed, he warned travelers could continue to see some effects rippling through the system. And I understand those effects continue today. Now the agency will try to figure out why the system went down. Longtime aviation insiders can't recall an outage of such magnitude causing such a mess and being caused by a technology failure. And as we mentioned, this has not happened since September 11, 2001, 9-11. So how important is this NOTAM system? Later in this story, I want to give you an example of something that happened when the information did not reach the person it should have. Pilots and safety officials have complained about NOTAMs for years, saying there are too many of them. And some are unnecessary and written in cryptic abbreviations. The National Transportation Safety Board highlighted the large number of notices in its investigation of a near disaster in 2017 in San Francisco. An Air Canada jet whose pilots had overlooked a notum about a closed runway nearly landed by mistake on a parallel taxiway. They skimmed just over the tops of four other airliners waiting to take off. Oh my goodness. You see how important this is? So generally the problem is not in the air. It's on the ground. They need to know about what's going on on the other end, where they're going. Could be weather, could be any number of things. But can you imagine what a disaster this could have been? The safety board's chairman at the time, Robert Sumwalt, noted the closed runway was mentioned on the 8th. Are you ready for this? This sounds like government bureaucracy at its best, doesn't it? The closed runway was mentioned on the 8th of 27 pages of notices for the San Francisco airport. Who the heck has time to read 27 freaking pages? And the entry was written in an arcane fashion. The NTSB guy said, that's what NOTAMs are. They're a bunch of garbage no one pays any attention to. In fact, the FAA said in a 2020 report, it modernized the distribution of the notices through a standardized digital format that was to be completed in July of that year. So this gives you an idea of how important those notices are. And it was very risky. Very, very risky to have the airline system operating without this working as it should. It's kind of interesting to get a response to this and how how this has come to be. Steve Scalise, the House Majority Leader, had some comments about this, the mess that was created. And he was talking about all the money that is wasted. You know this. A lot of money is wasted. 
Here are his comments in regard to the transportation departments. Listen up. You know, you look at every other week, it seems like we've got a crisis over at the transportation department. It's TSA today. It was Southwest before. It was a supply chain problem. We're sending them a lot of money. They're just not doing a good job spending that money. And the people in charge, the secretaries, the president himself, you know, where's the accountability? Where's the competence? It's about time we get a government that's competent and works for people, not spends all their time wasting money, borrowing money, and not delivering for people. Hello. I think that kind of hits it on the head, don't you? And this is what we deal with, with big government. You have a whole lot of money flowing into Washington, and the issues they need to be addressing, they're not addressing. You know, it was really important to change this notice to airmen to notice to air missions. You know, weird priorities for these bureaucrats. Very weird priorities. Still to come in the broadcast, we'll talk about the latest in the document scandal for the president, Joe Biden, who is speaking right now. What is he talking about? I I may not make you listen. Don't worry. (laughs) Stay with us. On the Vince Coakley radio program and guys are we able to listen in on President Biden who is speaking right now I am um, kind of curious because we have some additional information about this document story just developing this morning and um, it is quite intriguing what we are learning about this frankly I'm kind of surprised They've allowed him to speak. Let's listen in on what the president's saying right now. Heard me say See if it's times. intelligible. The United States of America. There's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity. We work together. So God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, thank you, thank you, Mr. President, Mr. President. Okay. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyer has reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center, the Department of Justice was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. 
How's the first lady? She's doing really well. She, uh, um, she was under a long time. Uh, for five hours, because what they were doing is they take out, would do the mows, meaning remove what they thought might be cancerous, and they'd have to then go back and test it and see what it was. But she's doing really well. She's up. We had uh, we had breakfast this morning. She's uh, she's recovering, um, and she's gonna be sore for a while because of the work they did on her eyes. And uh, but uh, you know that's where one one of these uh, these were. But she is a zero, zero to one percent chance of ever return of any cancer, and so thank God she is doing really well. Thank you for asking. And it looks like with that, that uh, President Joe Biden is leaving this news conference. This is a news conference that is taking place from the White House, and it's kind of interesting. We actually dipped into this at just the right time where he addressed the issue of these documents. Don't you love Peter Ducey? Did you hear his question about these documents being found in a locked garage next to his Corvette, which the president acknowledged, by the way, and made clear that this is actually a facility that is locked. Bottom line, though, the White House has confirmed the second set of classified papers found in the president's home. They've searched the president's homes in Delaware for documents. From his time as vice president, they discovered a small number of additional material marked classified. The search down of Biden's homes in Wilmington and Rehoboth Beach after the documents were found November 2nd at the Penn Biden Center in Washington. They also add they're fully cooperating with the National Archives and the Department of Justice in the process to ensure any Obama-Biden administration records are appropriately in possession of the archives. Now, this spokesperson said the two Delaware residences where the other locations, in addition to the Penn Biden Center, the documents not headed to the National Archives and Records Administration would have been shipped after Biden left the vice presidency. He said the lawyers completed the search last night, discovered most of the documents in the garage of Biden's residence in Wilmington. One document, he said, was a single page found in an adjacent room. No documents found in the Rehoboth Beach home. As was done in the case of the Penn Biden Center, the Department of Justice immediately notified the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of these documents, saying the White House will continue to cooperate with a review by the Department of Justice. And the president saying he does take classified materials seriously. What do you think about this? And his comments this morning, to be honest with you, I'm quite surprised that he even gave the opportunity for these reporters to ask questions. But here we go. Do you think anything will actually come of this at all? Coming up, we have an update on the speaker battle. What has happened as a result? Well, we have rules that are in place that everyone agrees are good for the way Congress operates. We've also learned something else about committee assignments. 
We'll talk about this, also an update on Brazil, and much more in hour number two, which is straight ahead. Stay with us. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.